What up? It is Friday. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulker, and I hope you are enjoying your day wherever it is that you are at. Today, we are talking more about Snapchat because lots of people have had their chance to use the update, which is amazing. And we'll talk about why next. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkren, covering everything in the world of marketing. You can find me on Twitter, at Polymath and Vine, on Snapchat, at Polymath and Vine, online at Polymath and Vine, or you can email me, eric, at MLive.com. Okay, so we are talking Snapchat. What happened this week is a huge, game-changing update to the platform. Lots of people calling it Snapchat 2.0. I think that's very apt comparison. The platform has been around for about four years at this point. And after the update came out, I was talking about this yesterday on Snapchat, actually. Jay Bear, who if you're not following him on Twitter, you should do that. It's J-A-Y-B-A-E-R. He's written a number of books. My two favorite uh, is his most recent one, Hug Your Haters, and the one before that was Utility, Y-O-Utility. Point of all this is he wrote an article yesterday telling people why Snapchat is such a powerful platform and why you should pay attention to it. Some of the stuff that we've been saying for the last 10 months backed by Edison Research, which is the important part because I know a lot of you email me or you Snapchat at me or you tweet at me and you say, look, I love what you're doing. I saw this keynote. I listened to this podcast. I read this article on Medium and uh, the stuff you're doing is awesome. However, my boss, quote unquote, just doesn't get it. Okay, so we're going to try and help you through the boss getting it and then talk about the update. The two biggest things that came out of the Edison research, and I will put a link in the show notes so you can read the not only his Medium article, which will kind of give you the boiled down two-minute version, but then the link to the actual research so you can read all of it because it covers a whole bunch of stuff in social. The two big things that came out of it is, one, Snapchat is the second most powerful social media platform in the United States. Let me say that one more time. Snapchat is the second most powerful platform in social media in the United States. Yes, that means it's beating out Instagram and beating out Pinterest and beating out Twitter and beating all of it. It's number two. Right behind what? Of course, Facebook. The second thing is its user base is now bigger than Twitter's. So we've gone from 150 million users last year to well over 300 million users users. This is a thing that is growing. In fact, the growth that it's seen in the last 12 months is more so than the growth that has happened on the Twitter platform specifically in the last four years, which illustrates two things. One, Twitter is not having a very good year coming off a not very good year in 2015. And two, this is a platform worth paying attention to. And I had a friend yesterday as I was talking about this on Twitter, come at me and say, and he was, it was fine. You In fact, I like to argue about this stuff. So if you're on Snapchat or Twitter or Facebook, I don't mind arguing about my points of view. I'm comfortable where I am in talking about Snapchat and what it's going to do. So if you want to talk about it, feel free. Eric at MLive or at Polymath Vine, I love talking about this. So he was asking me, he's like, look, I think this thing is still skewing a little bit young. And he wasn't the only one yesterday asking me this question. Says, I think it's skewing a little bit young. I just, I don't know that I need to be there yet. And that is one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is this. There's something called the innovation curve. And that is where a piece of technology starts. The early adopters are there. And then it makes a little hump. And at the top is like when it reaches mass. 
and then it goes down and it reaches what are called the laggards. Those are the last people to join. We can call those the people who are currently joining Facebook right this second for the first time. They would be the laggards in the innovation curve of Facebook. All of these platforms have it. They start young, they skew up to mass, and then they pick up the laggards. That's when the 50 and the 60-year-olds join the fray. So if you look at brands that are successful on Twitter and brands that are successful on Facebook and brands or people that are successful on YouTube, likely they got in early or early-ish and rode the innovation curve and were there before it reached mass and, of course, well-oiled machines by the time it got to the laggard. So they continue to build momentum. My philosophy with Snapchat is get into the product figure out how it works, and then start being consistent on it, just like you did with Twitter, just like you did with Facebook, just like you did with Instagram. Why? Well, by the time your clientele or your customers show up to Snapchat, you already know how it works. You're already good at it. So people will enjoy consuming your content because they're not watching you learn how to do it because you did that already when it was starting to bubble up in 2014 and 2015 and the beginning of 2016. So when people join Snapchat in 18 and 19 and 20, you've already done the reps. You've already done the work. And so they can enjoy the stuff that you're putting on Snapchat. So that would be my philosophy when you're dealing with the idea that, oh, it's skewing too young. Maybe right now it is skewing too young for you. But as a marketer, if you're not playing in that space, I think that's a huge mistake. And it's a huge mistake because of the update that they just did. And a couple big things that happened in the update. First, they changed the way stories work. Now stories stream continuously. And you're like, well, they already stream continuously. They play the whole story. Not what I mean. When you start a story, it goes immediately into the next story and into the next story and into the next story and into the next story, which a bunch of people yesterday were saying, I don't really like that. I don't want it to go into the next one because I don't know what I'm looking at. Okay, so I understand what you're saying, but there are a couple of reasons why they're doing this, in my opinion. One, they want the story snap number to go up. And you have seen, I promise you, you have seen your story snaps go up by 20 or 30% in the last week because people are stumbling onto your story that might not actually click on it because you're just not part of their repertoire. Two, they want from the user base to tell them what stuff they want to see on stories. So they want you to start curating and start adjusting your newsfeed just like you've done on every other platform. Because right now, you probably have, depending on how much you use Snapchat, fives, tens, hundreds of users that you don't actually ever watch their story. They want you to jettison them out of the story ecosystem so they can see what you want your newsfeed to look like so they can mirror the story newsfeed to replicate what you want to see on a daily basis. And three, they're trying to drum up the numbers and drum up the interest because they're going to build a platform that you can buy, right? It will no longer be and cannot sustain really asking people for three quarters of a million dollars in order to advertise on the platform. There has to be a couple different levels. And when they put out the geo filters that you can start buying at $5, understand there will be more things that you can buy for fives and tens and fifteens and $20 on Snapchat. And the increase in story play is just one part of that. What do you do, though, as a brand or a marketer to make sure that you stand out now that these things are continually streaming? Well, as I said yesterday on Snapchat, they're called stories. Let's treat them like books, or at least so we can visualize them as books. Add a cover photo. There is an app that you can download from the App Store that allows you to insert a video or a photo that was not taken in Snapchat into your Snapchat stories. Go download that and then start building essentially cover pages. I've seen a couple people, and I, I shouted out to him on uh, Snapchat yesterday, so I'll do it again here. J Van to go. 
J-V-A-N, the number two G-O. He started using the date as kind of the placeholder to show that his snaps are starting. He's probably not the first person to do it, but he was the first person in my stream to do it, so I'm giving him credit where credit is due. Create a cover photo that replicates whatever it is that your brand does or something that replicates what the story is going to be like. Yes, it takes a little bit of time, but we're talking about marketing and we're talking about branding here, so you should be putting in the work. When your snap story is over, indicate that it's over. Good night. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. And I know that's a little bit tough because the stories are kind of ever going. But if you are doing a story with a start and an end, and users are not necessarily doing this, but if you as a brand are doing a story that has a beginning and an end, I think it's totally safe to say that you should let the user know that the story is over and you are now going to another user or another brand or another whatever there is going to come next in the Snapchat story feed. If you're a random person or a personal brand, it might not be as apt for you to do that because you're going to be continually snapping throughout the day. And maybe it's not a cohesive narrative. It's just your day throughout the day. And something happens later on in the night after you have may have put up the good night snap that you want to put part of the story, right? So maybe that doesn't work for a personal brand. For an actual brand that's building stories, if you've got an event and you're going to cover the event from the start to the end, you might want to think about that. I can tell you, though, that cover photos, coin that phrase here, cover photos or covers on Snapchat are something that you should do so you separate your Snapchat story from the rest of the world's Snapchat stories. Other things that they've added, they've added stickers, emoji stickers. They've introduced their own line of characters that uh, show up in the chat function. The chat function stuff works a lot like some of the texting programs that you've seen uh, in China and Japan, and it's very fun to play around with. The other thing that I really have enjoyed a lot is the Snapchat video function. You can now do essentially video conferencing between users on Snapchat which I've been having a lot of fun with and enjoy greatly. It's not too dissimilar from uh, Facebook Messenger. However, as you're in the moment talking with people, it's, it's kind of fun in a singular sort of way on a singular app for you to go from snapping to texting to maybe you're using the stickers, maybe not, depends on your age and your taste for that sort of thing, to go to the video chat function. And the video chat function works really, really well. The other thing you could do, you can leave people voicemail messages, essentially, in the Snapchat messaging function. The idea of ephemeral marketing and the updates happening on the Snapchat platform are things that I promise you, you want to pay attention to. Please don't be the marketer who's thinking to themselves right now, this thing is still too young. This thing is still not relevant to my brand. This will never work. I will say it again. It has more users than Twitter does. It has grown bigger in the last 12 months than Twitter has in the last four years. We all know that Twitter is on the wrong direction or on the wrong side of history right now when it comes to technology. I get it. However, cannot be understated that Snapchat being the second most powerful social medium in the United States is something that you should pay attention to. The update is huge. Get in and use the update and play around with it. Even after four years, it's just now catching fire. We're still in the part where you can get in there and play and you should do that. Play around with graphics. Play around with geo filters. Work with somebody to make some community filters and play around with those things and figure out how all that stuff works because this is a platform that is growing. This is a platform getting bigger. And I said this yesterday. Another one to pay attention to is Musical.ly. I'm not going to get into it so much today because we're running out of time and I want to get this up. But Musical.ly is currently 23 on the iTunes store. So if you've not even downloaded it, you should download it and check it out. 
talking to you, anybody in the radio world or music world that has not done this. Check out Musical.ly because it is also growing. Not at the rate that Snapchat is because Snapchat's currently one on iTunes and has a, had a big growth in the last 12 months and is going to grow a ton right now. Okay, big weekend, your chance to play a lot with Snapchat or do something fun. If you have questions, I love the questions. If you have comments, I love the comments. If you have a review, do that on iTunes. I would appreciate it greatly. It's eric at mlive.com. Have a wonderful weekend. This is the Everything is Marketing podcast.